Hi, Marcus Pierce here. Exceptional Life Blueprint Live, my signature two-day transformational event, is coming to Melbourne for the very first time and you are invited. Join myself and a tribe of like-minded souls at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre on June 3 and 4. You will transform every area of your life from mediocre to magnificent and create a blueprint for your life purpose and career, your health, wealth, relationships, spirit and more. Early bird two-for-one tickets are on sale now at melbourne.marcuspierce.com.au forward slash couch. That's melbourne.marcuspierce.com.au forward slash couch. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating you, helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. We're your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. So this week, Karen, I really struggled with doing my vlogs this week. Like this is week seven, I think episode 36 to 40 and today's video on 40 i just had to admit to everybody that it was an absolute struggle like i told you this i think on monday where Mm -hmm. i was like i don't want to do this i really had a tough time of even starting coming up with ideas and we even came to today we had we're recording this podcast because we're going to we're going to the states for two and a half weeks we know it has to be released next week yeah and we're just like tossing and turning and going, like, do we want to do this? And there's like this, this internal struggle of going, I don't want to do this. And both of us feeling this way it does not help. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> so the key, the key thing is, is that when, when I think what happens is that we, I think, well, I'm not the only one. I think oftentimes is that I've been having this struggle doing the vlog, doing this podcast today. But more importantly, though, it's it goes to show that there's so many people out there who are struggling within their their workouts. They're you know in their in their who say they're going to start a workout. For example, one of my clients the other day just talked to me yesterday. She says, you know, I started a workout. He would start, then he hurt his shoulder, and he was less inspired to actually go and do it. And and all of a sudden he was struggling to kind of get back into it. And now he's got like you know he's he starts maybe like three four weeks into it, and then all of a sudden he just loses rhythm. Now you've had that yourself where you actually start working out and then you get sick, not get back into it. So what happens to you? I know the kids and I were laughing about that because I bought a program and I do it at home and it's a 12 week program. I have not made it to week 12 yet. (laughs) And I was saying to the kids, I I can't make it to week 12. And they said, what happens, mom? And I'm like, well, whenever I kind of get to week 10, one of us gets sick. Like you guys, one of the two of you gets sick. You're ground patient zero. You take me down with you. <laughs> By the time I recuperate and, and could possibly jump back in at week 10 or 11, it's school holidays. And then I, I don't work out. And by the time school holidays is over, it's probably been about four or five weeks. I'm no longer fit enough to jump back in. And so I've got to start back down at like week five again. And it's so demoralizing thinking I was so close. And just before the last holidays, actually, I said to the kids, I'm at week 11. And they said, go, mommy, go. You can do it. You've almost completed it. And again, didn't get to week 12. It's starting to bug me. I might just rip week 12 off of that workout calendar. <laughs> make it a 10-week no, week, week, then I did it. I, you know, <laughs> And I keep seeing other workout programs, and I think, you know, maybe I'll just go and, go and do that program. But I can't do it till I 
friggin' finish this week 12. You're not the only person. I guarantee someone's listening to this and go, like, there must be people who are starting workout programs who absolutely frustrate, like I said before, but even eating programs too. Like, or they say, go, I'm going to eat healthy. This year is going to be the year. Excuse me. This year is going to be the year where I'm going to get fit and healthy. I'm going to eat proper foods and, and something happens. It's always like this one thing, you know, you getting sick or the kids getting sick or something happens. They have one night where they go out and binge somewhere. And then all of a sudden it just, it's a downhill spiral. So this is not happening. This is not helping, right? We just literally been recording been talking and then we realize, look at the screen and it stops recording. Like, <laughs> this is like a sign to tell us maybe, I, just maybe, that this podcast shouldn't be released. I know. It just feels like that today, doesn't it? It's just been one thing after another in the way, which I think is why we're just feeling like a bit dismotivated to try making this. It's- but, but that's the thing. Like, well, I was just talking about how like we've been doing this thing for the wellness guys for six years, and I've been inside Champions so I've been doing it for five years. And there's like, you know, sometimes you kind of get to a point, and there's been multiple points on the wellness guys and multiple points on the inside Champions mind and the vlogs itself. It's that it's really difficult to sometimes come up with a topic. And we've been, I mean, there's literally times where Damien and Brett and I sit there for half an hour just to debate whether or not what topic to talk about. <laughs> we were just like, we could have just recorded something by now. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say yes. Because even with you trying to come up with this topic, I was like, no, we can't. We can't possibly do this as a topic. Go get the, go get your big Bible out, which is your big Seth Godin book. And you're like, it's just around the corner. Grab it yourself which was very um, gallant of you, I must say. So I went around the corner to go and grab it. That book is massive. Well, it's because I noticed that you haven't made it to week 12, so I thought I'd get you to lift that big book so that you can <laughs> Holy get... Holy cow, I almost threw my back out trying to get it. And then it's I kind of... You didn't warn me, and I picked it up, and it kind of like just immediately yanked me down to the ground. I plummeted face first towards your carpet. So just imagine this book is about... Probably weighs the about 25 pounds or something like that. 12 a cow? Kilos. It, it, a it's cow? pretty heavy, actually. It's a very, very heavy book. <laughs> but the funny thing is we just talked about how like we're getting bad luck. Like Literally, this recording stopped, and... And it, you know, missed out probably a few minutes of recording there, but luckily we actually saw it. <laughs> so, but it's almost like signs, you know, we're looking for, this is a good justification. It's almost like oh, signs saying that we shouldn't be doing this podcast. Maybe this is not the right time. However, on the flip side, if we actually look for it, we open the, you open this book I and know. the first page you opened up to, what did it say? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you you didn't even really help me. You just said flip it open, so I did. And then it had to do with looking for. There's two ways you can look at things in life for getting inspiration. One is that you are waiting for a muse. You're waiting for something to show up. And the other is that you just do it. And he basically said the problem with the first one is is if you're just waiting, it's more of a fear based approach because. If something never shows up, well, hey, it's not your problem. You, mm. you, you don't end up taking responsibility for it because it was outside of your control, so it's easier to walk away from. Whereas if you do take control and go, you know what, I don't know the how, which is what we've talked about before, but I'm just going to do something. I'm just going to take a step. One step leads to another, and then you create a momentum, and then you are doing it, and within that, that's where the inspiration comes, which kind of is a bit true of the, the podcast, really, because a lot of the times we've just got somewhat of a little bit of a topic 
And if you were to ask me, what are you going to talk about for 30 minutes? I have no idea, but mm-hmm. somehow it just seems to come to us as we're, as we're doing it. Once we just start that momentum rolling, things come into our head and it seems to work. Well, I think things when, when, uh, when it comes to these podcast topics, sometimes it's like, we just start with the topic and I just say, just go with it because something will come out. And one of the things that does exactly what happened this week, when I said to you, I remember saying to you on, I think Tuesday, um, when I said, I really don't know what I'm going to talk about today. Like I'm really struggling. And you, you know, you, 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 you weren't really that sympathetic to me. But <laughs> I feel like we're having a go at each other yeah. in this podcast. Like, it's jab, like, jab, jab, jab. Get um, it in. You no, know, but I think on, on Tuesday, we're like really struggling. And so what I just decided to do, you know what? I'm just going to drive. I'm just going to go drive and just go find a spot and hopefully something will come up. And, and what I did was I just went out somewhere. I was on this cliff. I wasn't going to jump. Right <laughs> so, no, I was on this cliff and I, I just started, you know, creating this rant, you know, and I created this rant episode and I felt Honestly, out of the 30, at that point was 37 episodes I've done before. I thought that that was actually one of my better ones, my best one, actually, in I, terms of the content I actually created. And my thing is just exactly what just Seth said. So if I was waiting for like the perfect moment, if I was waiting for the perfect content to actually do that one vlog, then it might never come. I would have decided was just to go shoot something, do something, and you never know. The magic may happen because I just decided to shoot that day. Maybe it would have been total crap, but it didn't matter because I'm still shooting the vlog on a daily basis. Do you think as humans, we get a bit bored with things and just, do you think that's maybe why we kind of lose momentum a little bit? Because you're saying like, you're struggling this week to come up with some ideas. We're flying out to tomorrow yes. to America. So we're going to have lots of great stuff to film and to talk about. Um, but the day-to-day can be just a little bit mundane. Do you think that we just kind of just get a bit bored with things? Because I know you're saying you're struggling with the vlog. I've been struggling to watch your vlogs. Oh, Oh, jab again, but not, not so much because they're not interesting because they are interesting, but almost because there's one every day. I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it. Like I've got so much stuff to do at first. I was like, Oh, cool. Watch it and watched it the next day. And then now it's like, I don't have time to watch it today. I'll, I'll catch it up tomorrow. And then tomorrow I'm like, Oh, now now I'm already two days behind on it. Do you think a little bit that we get oversaturated. Maybe for you, because you see me every day. No, it's just joking. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't have the anticipate. I don't expect that people watch the vlogs every day. I don't. I honestly, I don't. I, I know that people don't, and that's okay with me. I don't do it for everybody. I don't do it and have the expectation that everybody watches every day, because that's not the purpose of it. Uh, the purpose is for it's the actual idea. It's the getting the idea out across some videos you'll love some videos. You absolutely hate some videos going like that didn't really do much for me. It's not meant for everyone. It's meant for the person who gets that thing right there. It was insightful for that person on that particular day. If I was able to help one person with that one video, then that's good enough for me. And the reason why we do it every day is because you, I made a decision. The decision was seven weeks ago was I was going to make a daily vlog for five days a week on the weekdays for 12 weeks straight. That's 60 episodes. I'm more than halfway through and now I'm going to grind through them because I'm so close, right? 20 episodes. I'm like literally four weeks away from completing this project. Whether I don't know what is going to happen beyond that, but it's because I made the decision. It's called a daily vlog. Which means you gotta shoot daily. Which means you gotta get it out daily. But your viewers don't have to watch. But you don't have. No, it's not really for the viewers. It's really more for me. And I was talking, and and, you know, it's funny that we're talking about Seth Godin because I was listening to one of his podcasts. He said, you know, people when a veg, like say a vegetarian or a vegan, Mm -hmm. when they decide to become a vegan. 
they eliminate all possibilities of eating meat, like ever. So which means that when they go to a restaurant, they don't need to look at the meat section because, you know, because they're vegan. They were decided. I made a decision not to drink 17 years ago, right? To not drink any more alcohol. That's, it's easy to, like, I don't have to worry about, oh, what am I going to drink tonight? Well, what kind of glass of wine? Because that's not even part of my decision-making because you've already made a decision right at the beginning. If I made a decision to do a daily vlog, which means it's, it's freaking daily, which means that you're going to create something on a daily basis. It's just part of routine. There's going to be days when you absolutely don't want to do it. There's going to be days where you're going to struggle through it. But you, because you made the commitment or I made the commitment, I'm producing because that's what I said to myself. I have a secret. Okay. <laughs> you just like my videos and no, 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 I, no, I want, I, well, maybe have two secrets. No, <laughs> no, sorry. This is totally off topic. So sorry for listeners, but I have to say you were just talking about, you haven't had alcohol for 17 years. Is that true? Lawrence Tam? Yes. Well, <laughs> is it true? Oh no, it's not. Now the listeners are like, <gasps> did you spike my no, spike something ge- me? ginger beer? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So last week, uh, I think a couple weekends ago where I was actually in Perth and I was with Kale Brock, right? Bumped into Kale uh, on the plane. It all started with Kale. He's, Kale he's been your, your demise. Buddy. Actually, Kale Brock and Andrea Heddleston, two of the uh, wellness podcasters, well, uh, the, the wellness couch podcasters, both of you guys, we went out for dinner in Perth. We went uh, and we went out to, and uh, Andrea ordered a ginger beer. And I'm like, oh, ginger beer. I'll have a ginger beer too. Thinking it's like the, you know, the Bundaberg ginger beer. And when it came, but it, served, it was served in the, cause I went to the toilet. So it was served in a glass and I, I didn't have the bottle. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So I tasted it and I'm like, this doesn't taste like the sweet ginger beer that I'm normally used to, but I'm like, okay, I can go with this. And I'm asking you, was it kombucha? Was it some sort of kombucha? <laughs> kombucha? <laughs> and, and so like, I'm drinking this. Like, I literally took a second sip. I'm like, then I, I, but Kale decided not to have, kept his bottle. Luckily he kept the bottle. He was drinking from the bottle. I just grabbed the bottle and just to see what kind of ginger beer this is. Look at her, looked at the ingredients. And then I looked down and it goes, alcohol percentage, 5.5% or whatever it was. And I went, does this have alcohol in it? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't drink. And, and, and he goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. And so it just, came, uh, this whole thing came out, but you know, yes, I had, I took a sip and, but that's the extent of it, but that's, I don't count that as really drinking. No, I'm just like, I just think that's a funny story to share between me and my friends. Right <laughs> it, is, it is. Uh, it was, uh, it actually, the funny thing is I couldn't tell it was actually a, a beer or an alcoholic drink that I couldn't, I almost like on the verge, like, mm, is there alcohol in this? So it's the first time in a long time. Like I usually pick up uh, alcoholic drinks pretty quickly because yeah. uh, I haven't had, you know, well, you usually can tell they're alcoholic when it's like the Singapore sling with the, uh, the little umbrella in it or the armrette. Sour. <laughs> it's usually a mocktail. What are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, we no. are off topic anyways. No, but I think it's, 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 it is about, you know, making a decision. I think that the decision I made 17 years ago, people always ask me like, why, why did I stop drinking? But that decision was, I made that decision. Decision. And it's not meant to like you drink. You know, you have, you love. A, a yeah, I'm an alcoholic, red. aren't I? <laughs> you, no, you're not. You, you love a, a glass of white wine. Um, and, every now you know, and again. Now, every now and again. But that's your choice. I'm not going to stop anyone from doing that. It's not from a health reason either. Like it's not. I didn't choose. It's just because it was for me. But making those decisions, though, whether I, you know you're going to be paleo or vegan or you know a non-drinker, even like a non-smoker. If you choose to, I say I don't smoke or I'm a non-smoker. 
it just clearly you shouldn't be sitting on the fence whether oh should I do should I smoke or should yeah. I not smoke because when you're sitting on the fence that's when your decision um, you get decision fatigue that's when you sort of go hmm I'm not sure if I should move on well it's narrowing your focus isn't it because now you're not having to look across such a wide spectrum of things which I kind of wanted to get into with this podcast as well is that sometimes it's hard to get motivation and to get going into things because we are using a very wide beam when we're looking at things. And now when I say that, I want to distinguish between a beam, like a big torch, and a laser beam. Because if we have a really wide filter that we're looking at everything, we want to be involved in everything here and there, It's you can't really be an expert at one thing or be really, really good at something and have that momentum when you are spread really thinly mm. across a lot of different things. And I think that's important to look at as well when you're Finding your lacking motivation and you're you're just worried like I don't know where to go I don't I'm not feeling it is to really actually think like are you being very concise in what you're doing within your life are you happy with where you are in that hmm. well the key actually is about being prolific at things so for example if you're an artist and let's talk about art like musicians I'm not a big musician like music type of fan but if you I remember reading a uh, a book where it talked about Beethoven Mozart. Um, and those two, like, I, I <laughs> and kind of, other musical and people, other musical, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really know. Uh, we think that obviously that we we look up to them and saying they they were amazing musicians. They created you know works of art, right, in terms mm. of music. But really, when they count down to their masterpiece, they really um, I think it, it's less than ten each of them. Like they might create seven amazing masterpieces, like original masterpieces, and each one of them. And there's and when you look at Mozart and Beethoven, but if you look at the number of actual uh, compositions and music they actually composed, was about six hundred and fifty each. Yep. Right, but ten, like seven of them, say out of six hundred and fifty, were masterpieces. And what that means is that you got to be prolific. What Seth says is that you're not waiting for the muse to occur. It's about being prolific. I was listening to um, a podcast interview of uh, I think it's Mike Posner. Um, Mike Posner uh, wrote the song um, the. Something drug in uh, Ibiza. I can't remember exactly. It was a oh, massive yeah, hit, a right? Song, yeah. Really good song. But there was a period of time where he spent, like in his younger days, he spent a whole year writing one song per day. Like that was his commitment. Like he was like, that's what he, he doesn't do that now. But he said for a year he wrote one song per day. Like he would go go get a coffee and then come back and just compose one song per day. But you can imagine the 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 creativity, the the focus, and the amount of. Um, experience he would get just by doing that. But I just think the pressure, like I just, I would run out of creative ideas. Like I need to see things or hear things. And then that sparks a thought, but to put a pressure on myself to say, you are going to be creative every single day, creating a song. I, I still don't get how somebody can do that. And so I can see how people get a bit fatigued. Well, it that. is fatigued, but the thing is, is by, by you doing it every day, it's like, it's just part of it's your work. It's your craft. It's your thing that you do everything. Because if you wait for perfection to, to actual, to actually action something, that's the problem because you're waiting for perfection. And by the time that for Would you say so, perfection or letting go of expectation, like if you're saying, I'm going to write an amazing song today, that might be what's the stumbling yes. block to stop you. So instead of just removing that expectation that it's going to be perfect or that it's going to be amazing, you just write, you know what? I'm just going to write for half an hour. If it's good, great. If it's not, I chuck it. But yes. I but I did it. Exactly. So the vlog, for example, I know not every vlog is going to be amazing. I know that each vlog is not going to be better than the one before. But you know what? As I keep doing it, there's once in a while, 
Like once in a while, I don't even know if I hit that stride yet. Once in a while, there's going to be one vlogger just going, oh my God, that's the one. Like that was what I've been aiming for. But they don't show up until you actually start doing it. Like we think that people are one hit wonders, right? We think that like all these musicians or these artists, like, oh, they just, you know, did this amazing career or they just created this beautiful song. But they forget about it took them 10 years or it took them five years before, you know, of, of all these songs you, they never even, they've never even heard of to get to that one song that actually became big. And that's the thing that what happens to all of us is that we're waiting and rather than just going and doing it, doing it and doing it and doing it every day. Seth Godin writes a blog, like literally a blog a day, but not only does he write a blog a day, he writes about three to five a day and he chooses one and he discards the rest. And he's he's been doing that for almost, I think, 17 or 20 years, just doing it one, like three uh, three, three blogs he writes and he just discards one and he only puts up one and then he just keeps doing it. But you can imagine how great of a writer he is simply by continually writing every single day. Just letting it flow instead yeah. of... I think it was Neil Gaiman, uh, who's an awesome author. I've never read any of his book. For what I know, though, it's like he just writes every day, right? He just keeps writing. Um, there was a story of... Well, let me stop that. Do you think Seth Godin is maybe a little bit more connected to himself? Does, is he the type... I don't know him. Is he the type of guy that would meditate a lot and do all that stuff, but he's just really just connected to himself? And then, so for him... Because he's got that communication with himself, things would come a little bit easier, though others of us may be busy every day and, and not connected to ourselves as well, that it, it's difficult to have that silence to come up with things. I don't think it started that way. I think he's great at what he's great at what he does is because he spent the time and he has he's created the discipline to constantly create work, to create the, um, the, 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 the mental fortitude to, and also the thinking to drive him to create those things all the time. So for example, um, as a painter, even artists like, you know, Da Vinci and, you know, um, all those great artists, they all did those things because they've done it over and over again. It's not, not that, not that like the first painting was ever a masterpiece. It's over time, they actually became masters of what they do. It's the same thing with the 10,000 hour rule or, you know, all the things about knowing that practice, deliberate practice is what causes them to be great. And we're all, all, most of us, I think are waiting for the perfect time or the perfect opportunity to actually do something. I believe that that comes after prime, like after years and years of practicing the same thing. You know, I wonder sometimes too, if do you need to physically move to get mentally moving? What do you mean? Oh, it sounds like it should be like a deep fortune cookie thing, shouldn't it? Um, but I'm just thinking because you were struggling with your, your vlog and you're like, what should I do? And you'd been at home all day. And I know you don't like, you need to move around and change. And to get your creativity is you actually physically left the house, got in your car and drove somewhere else. And I'm wondering possibly, this might be something that would help some people, is that when you are stuck, motivated, and you're at home, and you're not moving at home, and you just can't, you feel blocked in your brain, maybe maybe physically moving, physically changing location, walking, running, getting out, changing where you are, changing the pattern up somehow by unlocking that, that allows your brain the, the permission to also unlock and to be a little bit free-flowing. Yes. No, I do agree with that. I do believe it's not just moving, but it's actually taking some step forward. Does I mean you're creating the momentum so that your brain can then continue? Because it can be very depressing that you just, you just feel like you're just, you can't. Yeah. So for example, someone who is, uh, who has writer's block, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have writer's block, but they sit there with a blank piece of paper thinking, I don't know what to write. Now, you know, it's not that you don't know how to write or what to write, you're just choosing not, you're almost like waiting for the perfect sentence to start the story. I don't like, know if they're choosing though. Do you think, I think it can be really, um, 
I don't want to, I don't want to say the right word, but you're staring at a blank piece of paper. It can be really almost the fear of just staring at it becomes, it's like trying to sleep and you can't sleep and you keep saying to yourself, I really need to sleep. And then you can't sleep. And it's just like a negative circle that keeps going. Because you're thinking about, you you're know, overthinking, you're you overthinking it. Where, whereas a lot of people who has advice, like people who has writer's block per se, just write. Write anything. It doesn't matter what anything is. And, and just start writing, not not for perfection, but just keep writing so that you... And then all of a sudden, ideas will start to come out just because you're in the process. So for me, well, I wasn't writing. I just decided to move. Like I said, started driving somewhere. I didn't even know where I was going to go. I just started driving. And I came to a point, should I go left or should I go right? Like I literally go, should I go north or south? Because we live on the coast, right? So should we go up to, to, to Avalon or should I go south? And I go... And something inside goes, go left. I'm like, okay, let's go left. And I literally was just going through. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I haven't taken that turn before to go to Bagola Beach. I'm just going to go that way. you know. And I found the place, got out there and didn't know what to say. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to record. I'm just going to press record and just say something. And all of a sudden, like this starts stuff just started pouring out. It's about you know, creating. Um, I, there's another story about Stephen King. Right, Stephen about Stephen King, that you know, the famous um, um, writer, um, author. He, someone asked him, goes, Stephen, what pencil do you use? Like, what kind of pencil do you use? Like, what, you know, and he says, <laughs> really? it's, it's not about the pencil, right? It's not about the pencil. He actually, there's this great story about him. Like, he found this perfect desk, he, you know, that he wanted to write in, and, he, and spent all this time, and he never actually did anything with it. And, not, and then one, I think, I think got to a point where he just threw the desk out. It was like, it didn't matter where he wrote. It just said, it was just about writing continuously, you know, and, and that's what thing we're asking you to do. If you are struggling with exercise, for example, and you don't want to do it, listen, we all get there. What I'm saying is we all struggle to start. We all, there's time, even when we started there, we all struggle to maybe show up in the gym. Like even this week, maybe it's like the whole week. Right? <laughs> a couple of days ago, you saw that the alarm went off at four fifty nine, and, um, I didn't get out of bed. It came yeah, my mind. I was semi-conscious at that point that I noticed you kind of weren't moving, but then I went back. Into I was not sleep. motivated. Yes, yeah. I was just. It was. I was not motivated to go. You know what? I just. I don't want to go today. It's usually my off day, but I decided to just go. I was like, I struggled. I was in bed for about two minutes, where I just. I, but I had to talk myself into just like just move, just move. Get Wait, out of bed. Do you think it's not okay then just to have loss of motivation and want to be in a? I think it's okay to have. Yeah. Lot, like what I'm saying is. Lack of motivation to do something is normal, right? It's normal. It's part of the process. I'll feel it. Okay. Yeah, that's what exactly what I'm saying. But if it's important work, like if it's something that you is part of your life, that you made a decision that this is you part of your life, what I'm saying is just go and action it. Do do whatever that thing is so that you move forward with it. And is it going to be your best work? Probably not. But the satisfaction on the end of it, doing it, is worth saying that I moved forward, that I didn't let that stop me. Because like, you know, if you stop, it's hard to get, it's back, hard in. To get back in there again. And even, and, and you lose the rhythm. Well, I just, I'm like, just thinking putting that commitment on yourself can often be something that really is stopping you from moving forward. Like you're, you keep saying like, I made the commitment to do my vlog. I've committed to doing it for this long. That's a lot of pressure. It is pressure. Well, and I think it's, it's, it's a fine, it's that's... a fine balance, right? I think it's a fine balance of going, knowing, okay, when is it, when, when should you quit? When should this is too much? And I think if it's a, it's a start to have a detrimental effect on your life, then yeah. But 
most of the time, if you really ask the question, it goes, is this really having a detrimental life? No, I'm just freaking lazy right today. <laughs> like I'm just lazy and or thinking that I need to be perfect to put out something. And that's where we get stuck. Like, for example, it's not life-threatening that you don't show up to the gym, like if you showed up to the gym today. No, of course not. Like, I'm not talking to you, but someone who's, who might not show up to the gym today. And the problem is that they chose not to do that because, you know what, let's face it, they were tired. Right, we are tired at the at the end of the day to work, or and so they therefore they just made a choice. But once they make that choice, it's like eating that one donut or that one chip. You start off in that bag. You know when you eat one chip on that, you know in that uh, in, 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 in potato chip, you can't just stop there, right? It's like eating one Pringle. It's like you got to eat, continue eating more. It's the same thing. It's just on a downward spiral that you don't want to get yourself into. So basically, we're just saying everybody feels this way and you can get out of it. It's just letting go of being perfect, of just moving forward, of changing your scenery, changing your posture, making some sort of a change moving forward, which will allow you to move forward. I think if you... Yes. I think (laughs) believe that if you'd want to do something great in your life, if you really have something that you're passionate about, that that you know it's part of your life work, then it's about doing it no matter what. And that's the thing that what makes... That will separate you from the people who... Who, who are not will not be successful in that realm. The people who are successful is is because they are the ones who are willing to go through the grind. I mean, if you look at any professional athlete, yes, they make a lot of money and so on and so forth, but they also have to sacrifice a lot. They're the ones who didn't go to the parties. We met someone today, right? Mm-hmm. We met someone uh, today um, at a store. We were just at a, a miles local, from home miles in from home, which Mona is Vale. A, a local uh, clothing store. And uh, we got chatting with uh, the lady who owned the store and her son is a professional cricketer. Uh, the place for Australia. Um, I feel a bit sorry for her though, because neither of us know anything about cricket. And I really feel she had to keep feeding us a lot of crumbs to basically go, you know what? He's pretty big. He's yeah. pretty important. <laughs> I'm going to have to look him up. Yep. Jackson, yes, Jackson Bird uh, is his name. I thought it was a sort of fascinating name. Um, but you know, he was, you know, she was saying that when he was younger, um, that he had to make some decisions when he was 17, 18 years old, when there's a party on at Saturday night, he wanted to go but he has a game on Sunday and the mom's just like, well, you can decide, but you have a game on Sunday. And so for someone to hit his caliber in terms of anybody who hit any caliber in any field, there has to be some sacrifice. There has to be some decisions that you need to make. Should I go there? Should I not? And that kind of brings us back to the Seth Godin thing. I love what she did. She didn't make the decision for him because if she made that decision, it'd be so easy for him to say, I never became a great cricketer because of you, mom, you told me to go to the party or I never had any parties because you pushed me to do it. And she never did that. She let him make those decisions. I think she really hoped he would make the right decision or the decision she would want, but he made that decision. And ultimately when we make that decision, we've got no one else to blame but ourselves. And then we're more accountable. That's right. And that's, that's what it all comes down to as we end this podcast is number one is it's all on you, right? You have to make the commitment at the beginning and no one's going to, everybody's looking for someone else to hold them accountable. But at the end of the day, you're the only person who can be accountable to yourself. That's why you need to make it a rule. Make it a rule like be a vegan, be a paleo, be the daily vlogger. Whatever it is that you may decide on, that's the thing you should do. And it's all on you. You can quit anytime you want. But you, it's your job and your responsibility to keep going, to produce the greatest work that you can create, and to make the biggest impact and create the biggest legacy that you can actually put a stamp on simply because you decided that's what you want to do. And know that it might take you years and literally years to get to that level, to 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 the level where you want to be. People who have been amazing at what they do, very rarely 
are they one hit wonders? Very rarely do they make it big from something small that, for, for something they've done one time. Most of the time is because they've been doing it for years and they have you know lo- loads and loads of practice. And that's what we got to keep in mind is that it's just one notch on the grind. One thing that they've done as they continue to do this, that's how they can change their entire life. Good. Let's wrap it up. So here we go, guys. I hope you love this podcast, even though we were struggling with this, but I hope that you got something out of this and hope that applies back into your life so you can help you. And give us ideas. If you do have things you're thinking about or think would be a cool podcast or ideas, please send them our way because often it helps just give us that little spark of where we want to go. We are heading off to California tomorrow. So we're going to be there for about two and a half weeks traveling, probably doing some podcasting there as well. We'll have to do one episode there. Yeah, yeah we will. So We'll use what we see unless somebody comes up with a great topic for us to use on the road as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So go to facebook.com slash inside the champion's mind, like it while you're there and maybe just leave us a message on Facebook and just uh, send us a message there and give us some great ideas, please. Uh, go to also the wellness couch to listen to this podcast and subscribe to us on iTunes uh, inside the champ. This has been inside the champion's mind, a show dedicating and helping you overcome medioc- mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Karen. And I have one last quote. I've used this quote before, but I think it's fitting for today. This is from Muhammad Ali. He said, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.